Hello, my name is Michael Head, and this is the DFTW Podcast. I am so honored that you would take time to listen to this podcast. I believe that this episode is going to help you grow both mentally, spiritually, and physically. If I can do anything for you as you're listening to this, you need to reach out. You can see all my information in the description. And thanks again for listening. Welcome to episode 15 of the DFTW podcast. Today, we are going to focus on being healthy while at the same time staying hungry. And I am so thankful that you decided to take time and tune in to today's episode. And if this is your first time here, I just want to let you know what this podcast is actually about. The goal of it is to blend both mental and spiritual health as well as leadership and just a few things that I have learned in life. Also, if you have the chance, it would be great if you could share this podcast with all your people, as well as leaving a comment on Apple Podcast makes a huge difference. I want to start out with my thoughts on COVID-19. I, I It's just, for me, it's it's a mess. Like, I'm, I'm kind of tired of it. I'm over it. And one of the worst parts of it is that our world is in a disgusting, gross period of separation. And I I hate it. I'm not a fan of it. I mean, the separation that we are seeing looks like this. Masks. I mean, totally feeling judged if I don't have one on. Completely feeling judged whenever I walk through the store and I'm not wearing a mask. Don't know about you, but that's me. Gloves. Again, we're talking about separation. So we have masks. We have gloves that sometimes people are wearing. We also have these huge plastic barriers that are up at the stores. I even saw the barriers today at the self-checkout counters because we need separation. Uh, Sitting one table away from other tables in restaurants, separation of rows in church, and even while running, uh, when people see me coming, they will they will run around me like I'm some kind of a, a bad human while running at them. And they will run completely around us. Also, hugging and no shaking hands, which is horrible. Normally, I'm not a hugger. like I'm, Or, or maybe, I don't really know. But for now, I feel like I want to hug everybody. And it's awkward because I'm like, so can I hug you? Can I not hug you? Can I shake your hand? Can I not shake your hand? And there's just so many things that are separating humans at this time. I mean, we're even doing drive-bys. Now, for me growing up, whenever you heard people planning a drive-by, like, hey, we're going to meet over in the school parking lot and we're, we're planning a drive-by, normally you would want to call the cops on that because planning a drive-by was not a good situation. And so now we are planning drive-bys for different things like birthday parties. And that's and that's good and I'm not, you know, dogging that, but I'm like, Golly, do you guys remember when we could have birthday parties where everybody would show up at your door and you were excited to see them and once they came in, you would you would hug them or shake their hand, whatever situation you were in. And then we would sit by each other, there would be snacks out on the table. I'm I'm picturing cheese and different things and you could just like not even use a fork and put your hand in the cheese and eat it and all, all the things going on and then ultimately, ult- the 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 main reason that you would have a birthday party is to celebrate the birthday human and you would sing happy birthday to you and they would bring a cake out 
right? And there would be candles on the cake. And then they would blow out the candles. Man, that was so great. And then <laughs> and something I really have never thought about until now was we would eat the cake after the human blew out the candles. And you know what? I want to eat the cake. I miss those times. I miss not worrying about wearing masks and gloves and blowing out the cake. I want to eat the cake and I want to celebrate each other and get away from this separation. And so that's my take right now on this COVID-19 situation that we have had going on for the last eight, nine weeks. The reason for this podcast is not about eating cake that someone has blown on. The reason for this podcast is to share a part of my journey that I have been very, very proud of. The true physical transformation that has taken place in my life. One of the ways that has helped me to get there, and there's many ways, but one of those really started with my spiritual walk in my spiritual life. And maybe for you, this this doesn't make sense to you and this is not something you're into. And that's totally acceptable and that's fine. But for me, I believe it all starts with our spiritual life. And so my spiritual life has been alive and thriving for quite some time. Now when I read the Bible, it is alive to me. It's not stale. Whenever I'm praying, it just seems so incredible when I'm worshiping in so many different ways. It, it It's just alive. And I think one of the main reasons for that is because now when I, when I do read the Bible, I am reading it not for the masses. I am reading it for myself because I would read it in the past for sermon prep, or I'd read it because I was doing something in front of a lot of people. And now what's happening, as people have always told me, is you need to read the Bible for yourself and everything else will flow from that. Another crazy important change for me has been, and if you've been listening to this podcast, has been my mental health. And this has been the focus for over a year and a half. And if you don't know what's happened, you don't know what's going on, then I would encourage you to listen to some past episodes of just kind of where I've been and some different things that have happened in my life to get me to where I am today, which is way more self-aware and I am so much more present in life. And in Romans 12 in the Bible, it says that when we have a renewed mind, that we are going to be able to see what God's good and perfect plan is for our life. And there is no doubt right now, because I have a renewed mind, that I know for a fact where God is leading me and he is leading my family. And with mental health, though, we we can't just dive into mental health, and this is with everything, we can't just dive into mental health and then stop. No, we have to maintenance ourselves. We have to we have to continue doing that. And I've been able to do that even through COVID-19. I've been still seeing my therapist all on video and it has been outstanding even doing EMDR on Zoom, which has been really really a cool thing. And so, I don't, you know, sometimes people make excuses, well I just can't do it because of whatever. There are no excuses if you want something bad enough. And the change that has had the most effect on my physical body is my physical health. And there's been people that have commented, man, so what has happened? What is going on? How did did you do this? And I don't know if they're like, man, you were really overweight before. I'm, I'm not sure what you're saying. Or you're saying, man, you just seem very healthy. And I, I, I really am. I, I, I thank you for that. And I'm excited about it. And I didn't want to share this too early in my journey because I have lost weight before and I've quote become healthy. 
and it didn't stick because it was only for a month or two months. And what's neat about where I am now is that since October 2019, I have lost 30 pounds. And the picture that is posted as the episode uh, for this episode is is me uh, 30 pounds ago. No, that picture was not done with the Fat Face app. <laughs> it's just it is just my face um, with about 30 pounds on there. And it's funny when you see someone who you've not seen in a while and you notice the weight and you notice what they have lost. You the, the first question is, how did you do that? What diet plan are you on? What medicine are you taking? And because most people are wanting a quick fix to weight loss and that truly is not the answer. And we cannot get anything that is substantial, easy and quick. It takes work and it takes a full on life focus of everything you have to truly be healthy, not just physically healthy, but all around health. And what people don't see is the grind, the grind that people are putting in, especially myself, of the spiritual and mental work that I have done for over a year. And what I learned was whenever I took this deep dive into my mental health was I was self-medicating. I had never even heard that word before. I didn't know what it was until I was filling out an application to go to a place called OnSite. And as I was filling it out, there was a list of self-medicators and uh, there was a few that I clicked and one of those was food. And I thought about that and I realized at that moment that I self-medicated with food and I was hesitant because I didn't want to check it because for so long I acted like I was a super healthy person who did CrossFit and did all these things. But the reality was Whenever I was stressed from work, I would eat. When I was stressed at home, I would eat. When I was nervous, I would eat. And when I was sad, I would eat. And not just eat, but I would eat really bad foods, um, whatever I could. A lot of bread, a lot of sweets, candies, um, Cokes, Cherry Coke, uh, unhealthy ways to drink your coffee. Uh, and I would even justify it at times by saying, you know what, Michael? you deserve this. You deserve this piece of cake. You deserve this, whatever it is, every single day. You deserve this biscuit with butter and strawberry jelly. Oh yes, you deserve it. And all that I was doing was adding even more stress to my body. I had super high blood pressure, dangerously high cholesterol, and my weight got to 216 pounds. And so as I'm learning about mental health, it helped me to learn about how our body all works together. And one of those is for us to totally be healthy. It's so much more than working out and eating. There is a huge hormonal factor that plays into fat loss. And that is our cortisol levels, which are increased by stress. And that can actually lead to weight gain. Meaning this. That what you put into your mouth will go wherever your home, your hormones send them. So when we're stressed and we're worried, we're anxious, our adrenal glands release this steroid called cortisol. So what does cortisol do? It is the body's primary stress hormone. And it's important. And it plays a role in so many of the different bodily functions, including controlling our blood sugar level. So here's what it does. It regulates the body's sleep-wake cycles, it reduces inflammation, it controls blood pressure. Again, we're talking about cortisol here, 
And like mentioned earlier, it manages how the body utilizes carbs, fats, and proteins. And when you're eating a high carb diet, it will turn those yummy, yummy, beautiful, great, amazing, (laughs) fructose sugars and bread into fat immediately. And that is called cortisol. And so I needed to stop saying I want to lose weight. And I have started to say I need to lose fat. And the best way that has helped me is by working hard to get my body into ketosis. And so when your body is in a state of ketosis, it starts to burn fat as fuel because it doesn't have enough carbs anymore. And so when we consume carbs, our body looks to burn those first. And what is awesome is that even when I'm running on these some some long distance runs, my body is now burning fat as fuel instead of carbs. And I've always been told, and you may have heard that, man, you've got a carbo load and you've got to do all these, you've got to eat carbs before you go on a run or before you do a triathlon or before you 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 work out. Which look, I am not a doctor. I am only saying what I've learned and 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 how it has affected me in my life. And so for me, I have learned that the more carbs that I take in, then my body is going to burn those before it burns fat. You can run and you can work out without carbs because you have enough fat in your body that your body can turn in to fuel. I mean, I ran a 14-mile run just a few weeks ago and I felt amazing and I had zero carbs to do that. And so the way keto works is to lower your carbs. So for me, I only have 30 grams of carbs a day. That is my goal every day. Yes, I will go over um, and sometimes I'll be way under. And so you you want to have a you want to lower your carbs and you want to raise your healthy fat intake and healthy protein. And you want to be consistent with it. And you can't have a cheat day or a cheat meal or a cheat month, especially as you're starting out. Also, People who are on the keto diet at times will say, well, I'm able to go to McDonald's and order, you know, this, <laughs> all these beef patties with cheese. Well, I mean, you can do that. And that is somewhat true. But those are not the kind of fats that you want. If you are constantly going to McDonald's or Whataburger or these different places, to, and, and that is where you're getting your meat, and that's where you're trying to get your good fat, I'm telling you right now, That'll actually cause you to have more inflammation than it will for you to be healthy. Uh, this, This episode, though, is not about being keto. It is about removing and working on the things that you need to do to be healthy. Because, again, you can be on any diet plan. You can do keto. You can do Atkins. You can do Whole30, Weight Watchers, Eat Clean, Paleo, in any sort of diet plan, and you will not lose weight. That's the truth. Or you will lose weight and you will gain it back very quick. The stats are that 40% of America is overweight and people are working so hard to eat this and not that, to work out for this long, to take pills, to have surgery, and people are doing so many different things to lose weight. What I've learned though is that once I stopped worrying about what diet plan and I started to look at how I can lower my stress levels and lower my anxiety and deal with the mental and spiritual side of things, my life started to truly balance out. So what about you? What are the things that you're stressed about? 
What are the things that you're worrying about? What is just crushing you right now? I want to encourage you to go at them head on. When we don't face the challenges head on and we just try to put things under the rug, we're going to take on water and we're going to eventually sink. When there are huge storms in the sea and the and and and, and the captain is is driving the boat and there's huge waves and 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 things are going on and there's a storm coming, the captain is not going to turn the boat against the wave. No, the captain is going to directly going to the waves head on. If not, then the boat will get hit sideways, it will take on water, and it will possibly sink. And you can do it. You can actually hit these things that are coming at you head on. And you may be asking, Michael, how do you know that? How do you know I can? Because I am living proof that actually going at our issues and going at our problems head first and not dodging them, you can actually become such a better per- a better version of yourself. You know, you don't have to look perfect. You don't have to have it all together. You don't have to smile all the time. You don't have to be somebody that everybody else wants you to be. You be you. And you know what? If you're struggling, if things are hard and life is coming at you, I encourage you to go at it head on. Get honest with yourself. Work on it. And watch how much better you will ultimately feel. And if you need anything at all, man, contact me. Let me know. I'm easy to find and I'd be more than happy to get you in contact with somebody that can help you. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm just somebody who has lived it out and I'm on the journey of being a better and healthier version of myself. And so along this journey, some people have asked me a few questions that I want to go ahead and answer. And one of those is, do I have a cheat day? No, I don't have a whole day. If I do eat something bad, which I do, I will not do it two days before I go on a very long run or have a hard workout. And I'll be careful not to do it too often. I also used to run so that I could eat bad or work out so that I could eat bad. I now eat good and take the correct nutrients and supplements so that I can run better and farther. I'm able to tell even now whenever I eat bad that how it affects my body. And there are certain foods that that I can truly feel <laughs> inflammation happening in my body. Even my joints won't... Um, won't feel as good after I've done a long run and if I've eaten something bad. And do I have a cheat day? The answer is no, but I will every now and then have foods that aren't great for me. I still try to stay under 30 grams of carbs a day and I eat healthy fats and proteins and now I'm drinking a ton of water. What is my playlist? People have asked, Michael, what do you listen to whenever you're running? I listen to all sorts of stuff. I listen to different podcasts. I listen to sermons. I have audiobooks. Um, I've just found some some motivational music on YouTube that is so awesome. We got Arnold Schwarzenegger talking to you and like all these things. Um, during the end of the run, though, I turn my music up super loud. I, I never have it maxed out until about the last two miles of my run. And then I turn it up very loud to some upbeat techno <laughs> motivational songs. I love it. That's how I finish. Why do you do it? Michael, why in the world are you doing this? I do it because I love it. I have really enjoyed being healthy and I enjoy how I feel. I want to live a long time. I want to be here for my family. 
I also know that me running and working out and eating healthy has helped me so much, especially with my thoughts and my emotions. And I have taken so many of these hard things that I've gone through and I have now been able to move it into a place in my life to where it does not affect me as bad. And I've learned that because of being victorious in running and being victorious in eating right, that I have truly felt a new change in my life. And I want to say this, you can do it too, if you want to, you, you can, but you have to want to, and you have to eliminate excuses for yourself. And remember, it's not just about weight loss. How's your mental health? When's the last time you sat down and went to a therapist? When's the last time you really worked on yourself? And when you can start to transform your mind, like in Romans 12, everything else will follow. And and know this, it takes time. It's not just going to be an instant automatic thing. I want to encourage you, like, don't just jump from one thing to another. Like, stick with it and work with it. Go to a therapist and stay with that therapist. Eat healthy and keep eating healthy. Get in the Word daily and continue to get in the Word daily. I encourage you, claim your story. This is your life. This is your story. Claim it and take hold of it. Make no excuses. Start right now and don't stop until you're finished. Not when you're tired. Don't stop when you're tired. Don't stop when it's hard. Stop when you're done. And start living in a way today that will help you thrive tomorrow. I want to say that one more time. Live in a way today that will help you thrive tomorrow. As always, I would encourage you to please share this episode, send this out to other people, share this with people that you know could be encouraged and maybe help them in their spiritual, mental, or physical health. And we can't keep this to ourselves. So let's do that. Let's help other people. Also, if you could leave a review in the comments of Spotify or Google or Apple Podcasts, that would be great. And I will see you right here next week on the Don't Forget to Write podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. If this podcast brought you any value, it would mean so much to me if you could go and leave a five-star review and just in the description of it, what were your takeaways from this episode? And please remember, if I can do anything for you, or for a loved one, for someone that you care about, please reach out. You can go to nextstepcoach.org. You can fill out the short application so that we can work together. It's a true investment in your life and an investment that will change the direction that you are headed. Thanks again.